0: Everybody, welcome back to Checkaboard Chat, the official sports podcast of the Daily Beacon. I'm Tyler Walmels, that's DeMichael Cole, and we're back bringing you some more Tennessee athletics news, updates, whatever we feel like talking about. Tennessee football has a game this Saturday against the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky is five and two on the season, while Tennessee is three and four. Demichael, just going into this, just diving into it already, what um obviously there are some news that there's some news yeah. that we know. John Kelly has been suspended for this game, along with uh, freshman linebacker Will Ignat. That's a big blow to Tennessee. Yeah. Demichael, just update us on how big of a blow that is to Tennessee losing
1: John Kelly. And it it's huge. I mean, it's one of the worst things that could have happened to a team that's already lost offensive linemen. They're trying to get this offensive line um, with consi- consistent, and you lose one of the top running backs in the SEC. So it it's definitely it's huge, but, I mean, they have a pretty good group of running backs. If you ask me, I like Ty Chandler. Um, we saw Fields Amin have a good game earlier this season, and we saw Tim Jordan get some action against Alabama. So I think they'll be fine against Kentucky. I mean, luckily it's, it's not against a bigger team, but, man, I mean, it's going to – we're going to see if those running backs can get the job done because this is a must-win game. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, and you did mention Todd Chandler. Obviously, he is a freshman.
1: Yeah. So,
0: he is a guy that, you know, is in his first year in the program, but he was from, uh, was it Montgomery Bell Academy? He was from from some school around yeah. Nashville. Right, yeah, yeah he was, was in the Nashville. He's right. an in-state product. Um, right. He's a guy that, you know, obviously he had that really long kick return touchdown against Indiana State to really kick off the season, essentially, second game of the year. Um. I think Ty Chandler can bring a lot to this offense. Yeah. I think he's a guy that he's fast, he's elusive, he's also runs with power. Um, <clears throat> I think he has the makings to be a really good back for Tennessee. Yeah, I believe so, too. Yeah. But the big question is, you know, how does a freshman running back respond, you know, going on the road, SEC? Obviously, this isn't a defense like Alabama's. Right. But it is an SEC defense. So... I think the big question will be how will Touch Handler respond and even Tim Jordan, how will these freshman running backs respond to that pressure? And like you said, Colin feels and me, we don't even know if he's healthy. Right. So, definitely something to keep our eye on. DeMichael, just looking
1: more at this matchup, what yeah. are some other key takeaways that you have that you'd like to talk about? I'd like to talk about um, Kentucky. Kentucky. I mean, they're an interesting team. Yeah, you see the five and two record, but honestly, don't don't let that record fool you. I don't think Kentucky is as good as a lot of other you know five and two teams in um, the nation. For one, they're being outscored by their opponents mainly because of the last game, a forty five to seven loss against Mississippi State. And Coach Stoops, Kentucky head coach, said that they got away from running the ball, which is what they do with um, Snell. Who's their big running back over there? He he gets a lot of the carries. I mean, he gets the bulk of the carries. And they have Steven Johnson, who's a dual threat quarterback. And we've seen Tennessee have their problems with dual threat quarterbacks. So that'll be a very interesting matchup there. Tennessee going against a dual threat quarterback. And I mean, it'll just be an interesting game all around. Kentucky's and in, in Tennessee should be pretty evenly matched. And this is a rivalry <clears throat> that
0: obviously you know Tennessee does play every year they do play right. Kentucky but i think it's what ten, kentucky has just won one game one in game. 30 years yep. or is it 32 years or yes yeah,
1: so, somewhere around something it, yeah 30 to is.
0: 31 32 somewhere around that it's mm-hmm. a large mark um and i think you know um i think it was Kendall Vickers this week that talked about he said you know We've been telling a lot of the younger players, you know, Kentucky's going to come in wanting to beat Tennessee. Oh, no doubt about it. We know how bad they want to beat Tennessee every other year, and you're looking at this three and four Tennessee team hasn't won an SEC game. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee hasn't won an SEC game. I think Kentucky's won two. So, there you go. You know, can Kentucky, you know, host the Vols and get this win? And I think that's something that the Tennessee defense will have to key on and offense that the Tennessee team will have to key on and know that – Kentucky will be king to beat them and that that is right. something that they will have to um, obviously defend against. So, DeMichael, just talking more about this Kentucky offense, um, are there any wide receivers that you see that could maybe
1: step up and take? Not, not for Kentucky. Um, as I mentioned earlier, um, Stoop said that they want to get back. They, they felt like they got a, um, away from the run against mississippi state and then that eventually put them in a bigger and a bigger hole where they were forced to pass the ball and kentucky's a running team and you know we've seen what ut has done as a rush defense i mean they they've allowed a a lot of yards and this game right here this will be a big test for them stopping Snell. he's a really good running back one of the top running backs in the sec they had two last year and tennessee held up well but this will this will be huge i mean Tennessee's defense, we've seen improvements, but statistically speaking, I mean, gave up six, over 600 yards last week, so a lot of people say what improvements, but you, you see the improvements there, and I think I think they'll have a really good game okay. against um, Kentucky. I think the defense will play um, really well, so yeah.
0: And I think one thing that's interesting to talk about, you mentioned Steven Johnson, obviously his dual yeah. threat ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee did face a dual threat quarterback last week in Jalen Hurts, yeah. you know, one of the Really probably one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the country in the nation, right yeah, now. No doubt. Yeah. Um and so and I thought Tennessee defended Hurts well in that game. I thought, you know, if you watch Tennessee's linebackers, they seem to almost crash down almost immediately anytime Hurts held the ball, um, brought it in to run the ball. And I think that while, you know, Alabama did obviously score all those points and while Jalen Hurts did have a good game mm-hmm. I think running the ball you know I think he only had about seven yards which is pretty low for him yeah for a guy who's you know essentially like you've said before another running back right you know just basically another running back in the backfield and so I think it'll be interesting to see and Steven Johnson I think it's fair to say he's not as talented as Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's so fair. and he, he doesn't
0: have the same level of coaching and same you know prestige of coaching behind him that Jalen Hurts does so I think it'll be interesting to see you know Will Tennessee's linebackers defend, you know, Johnson's running ability well? Will they force him to pass? And if they do force him to pass, you know, Tennessee does have several members in the secondary. I'd say probably Tennessee's secondary is its best spot on defense oh, right yeah, now. I mean, you've got Rashawn Golden, who has, you know, could arguably be the MVP so of far defense, this season. yeah. Yeah, he's a guy that has, you know, been flying around making a lot of plays. And then you have uh, Sean Schamberger.
1: Right, he, he's, came, he played great.
0: Yeah, he's a freshman, made his first career start against Alabama. Um, Really, I think he just had a really good game, really impressive um, first career start. Demichel, who are some other players on this defense that you could see sort of stepping up and having a big game against Kentucky?
1: I feel like um, the linebackers, so Batuli, Sapp, Colton Jumper, one of them is going to have to make some really big plays, if not all of them, because Kentucky is going to try to run the ball. And Bob Shute said earlier in and when he met with the media, he said he heard what Bob Stoops said, and he took it as a challenge. So Tennessee knows that Kentucky's going to try to run the ball, and we've seen Jumper come on mm-hmm. several blitzes this year. We've seen Cortez get to the yeah. backfield; he's probably the fastest linebacker, yeah. and we've seen Batuli—I mean—take a interception, ninety-seven yeah. yards. So his speed is nothing mm-hmm. to laugh at either. So it'll be it'll be real interesting that running backs versus Tennessee linebackers match up. But yeah. Um, Offensively for Tennessee, that offensive line is going to have to hold up too. Oh yeah, for and sure. And we've we've seen the injuries. We've seen um, Jack Jones recently retired. Mm-hmm. And that's just another blow. I mean, Denzel Boulware, yeah. um announced his transfer a couple weeks ago, and I mean they're stacking up now. They're starting to add up. And Kentucky has a linebacker six and a half sacks this year. Mm-hmm. He had seven sacks last year. Two forced fumbles this year, and I think he forced four fumbles last year. So they're going to have to block him and. There's no doubt about it, Kentucky's definitely going to try to find the weak spots in that offensive line to rush him because they they like to move him around, and it'll be interesting. And I'm glad you brought
0: up that offensive line because I think that's going to be one of the key... I would say it's probably going to be the most key aspect of this game Oh yeah. since, I mean, other than obviously the running back situation, but it feeds into it. Because, you know, obviously John Kelly is a guy that even though you have offensive line problems, you can give him the ball. You know, he can make three yeah, guys. Yeah, we've seen him miss. You you know, make guys miss in the yeah, backfield. Yeah, mm-hmm. they might hit him three yards behind the line of scrimmage and then he goes for a gain of seven yards because they just bounce off him. I think Ty Chandler has that ability to do that, but I don't yeah. think he's to that level yet where he's going to be able to do it as consistently as John Kelly. Mm-hmm. So this offensive line is really going to have to bail him out and going to have to help him, you know. yeah. And it's not even bailing him out. It's that they're just trying to help, did, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to help, you know, their young running back in this situation not get, you know, pummeled every play. And I think that speaks to Jared Garantano as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we saw all the, you know, just humongous hits he took Last week against Alabama, that one hit, you know, where he just got leveled. Oh, yeah, at the end of the half. The, the last play of the first half, yeah. lost his helmet. Tennessee's offensive line, if they want to succeed, cannot let Jared Garantano get hit like that. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care if you're playing, you know, Alabama or a Division three school. You <laughs> cannot – I mean, you just yeah. can't. You can't let that happen. And so I think that the offensive line will be very key in this game because they have to block the run, but they also have to block for Garantano – because if the Vols opt to pass more than usual because Kelly is not right. um, in the backfield, they'll have to defend that. So I think that'll be a huge matchup to watch. DeMichael, one thing I want to talk about too is special teams. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Butch Jones said that Aaron Medley would be back this week and they would try him in some live situations, but that Brent Samagli is the starter currently just – Real quick, what have you seen out of Tennessee's place kickers and which kicker do you feel like deserves a chance to start?
1: Well, Samaglia made what his last – is it his last four? Well, I know okay. he went three for three yeah. um, against South Carolina. Okay. So, I feel like – I mean – I think has, he's
0: like four for seven on the season. Yeah, there.
1: yeah, but, I mean, he's made his last three, so he hasn't given you a reason to snatch the job. Okay. I mean – Maybe he's gained more confidence, and they see sure. it in practice. Granted, those three field goals against South Carolina were like chip shots, mm-hmm. but that might come into play um, this week. And we've seen him make, as I mentioned, he made his last three. So, I mean, he may he's maybe starting to feel more comfortable. And we've seen um, Medley over the years, but right now you got to go with the guy who has the hot leg. So yeah. yeah,
0: and I think that can be beneficial for Tennessee in more than one way. I think one way that playing Samaga is beneficial. You know, it's like sort of with Aaron Medley, you know, you got to start him as a freshman. Uh And for kickers, you know, we know that it's just a process of kicking, kicking, kicking in games. You know, you just have to get those reps. And I think giving Samaglia those reps when he and Medley, you know, Medley has not been better than him. Mm -hmm. So you let Samaglia play as a freshman, and that helps him develop, you know, going into being the starting kicker, you know, the next three years. Um, And plus, you know, Aaron Medley – He's a guy that has a big leg, but yep. he struggled for you know since his sophomore year, and so it's why should people expect that he'll come back and kick better than he has this season when he's coming off of you know a prolonged illness. Right. So that's just, that's another you know another uh, key aspect of this game to watch for. But Demichael, I want to switch a uh, switch uh, gears a little bit right here, and I want to talk about Lady Vols basketball. Let's do it. Um, Lady Vols basketball had their media day today. Um, Head coach Holly Warlick addressed the media, as did um, Jamie Nard and Mercedes Russell. And then players were available on the court um, for individual interviews. I was there. I covered it for the Daily Beacon. And um, I just want to discuss, you know, a little bit about the Lady Vols, what's going on with them right now. Um, Obviously, Holly Warlick, you know, the team was, uh, I think, 21 and 12, 22 and 12 last season. Um, not the type of season that a lot of Tennessee fans want to see, especially fans of this type of program. You know, I mean, the Lady Vols are arguably the most throughout history. They've ar- arguably been, you know, the most dominant um, NCAA women's program, with the ex- exception of UConn. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to you have to throw UConn <laughs> yeah. in there, but I mean, just tr- tradition wise, they might be first in terms of you know what yeah, Pac Summit built. So, um, I know that Holly Warlick talked about you know her team, you know. Bringing more can more um more leadership. Yeah. That I know Jamie already said, you know that that's what the team was missing last season. They obviously had a lot of roster turnover. they brought the, brought the number one recruiting class this season. Um, Demichael, just what are your main I guess ideas right now about the yeah. Lady Balls, and what do you expect to see from them this season?
1: Well, it'll it's it'll be a fun year to watch them. For you, it'll be a fun year to cover them. Yeah. because, I mean, man, this team they're they're talented. Yep. And that's where it all starts. You bring in the number one recruiting class. I mean, you beat out UConn. Yeah. So work has to be doing something yeah. right. And, yeah, as I mentioned, you bring in the number one recruiting class. You got players like Mercedes Ros- Russell mm-hmm. and um, Jamie Nard. So you have some talented players already on the team. You mix those in. And now it's how, how she'll coach them. Yeah. So you, um, they're ranked um, 18th mm-hmm. in the USA Today Coaches Poll. So not as high as, you know – you want to see the Lady Vols, but let's see how they do this season. I think it'll be a very interesting year. The main thing is to watch how the young talent will mix in with these veteran players and how will they produce because they'll need these freshmen to produce. And you lose when, when you lose players like Diamond Deshields, mm-hmm. so you are going to need these young freshmen to produce. And she's going to give them every opportunity. I've I've seen that um Ward's been saying that she's going to you know throw those freshmen out there. There is no babysitting, so she's going to have to um. Let them play, and they're going to have to play well. And I think these, like you said, these freshmen are going to be key. Yeah. I mean, you could have two,
0: three freshmen starting in this lineup. Right. I mean, you yeah. know, obviously Jordan Reynolds was the point guard last season. She graduated, and so now you have really two players, two freshmen that could are really vying for that point guard role and could step up in that role. You have Avina Westbrook, who is yeah. the, the number one player in the nation coming out of high school. You know, she's a freshman. Um, so obviously she has that role that she could possibly take on, and then you have Anastasia Hayes. I think Hayes is a little bit more of your, you know, typical point guard. She reminds me sort of of Jordan Bone on the okay. men's team. You know, mm. a smaller player, a quicker. Um, is really good, really smart, can score but also can pass. That's what she reminds me of. Yeah, I can, I know that last season Warlick went with a three guard You're lineup right. yeah. a lot of times, so that may be something that she um she goes with this time. Because obviously, you know, I think Mimi Jackson, she's Mm -hmm. a junior guard. She's a player that could sort of get some playing time. She was praised a lot. Um, And they also have a lot of centers on the roster that could get some playing time. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously Mercedes Russell, arguably the team's best player, but you have, you know, um, Kamira Harris is another player that was a freshman last season. She'll be a sophomore. She has that experience of being a reserve, now could maybe, maybe move up. Um, Cassie Kushkatua she's a freshman. She's a, a really tall player. She's someone who could fight for that spot. And Sheridan Green, you know, she's a forward, can also play the five position. She's a player that redshirted last season. She set out the season with a um, with a knee injury. So I think this Lady Vols team does have depth. I think they definitely have more depth than last season. The question is, is the depth too young? Hmm, and I think yeah. that's something that's going to be really interesting to see for this team. Um I think it's going to be really interesting to see for both, you know, the men and the women, right. but particularly the women, you know, will Holly Warlick sort of bring the team out of this sort of slump that they've been in for the last two seasons where they have had a winning season, but they haven't really been exactly what Tennessee is used to being and what they're, what the fans want to see. So
1: um, did you have anything else you wanted to add to Michael or we? Man, um, let's, let's make some predictions for the football game. Okay, let's, let's make some let's, predictions. Because um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bold prediction. Um, for this for this game, I believe the offense will score over thirty points. Okay. Now I know that's that very is a, that is a bold that prediction. is very bold. That's, that's like Doritos, man. <laughs> <That's laughs> there's there's no John Kelly. Nope. I mean, the offensive line is losing players every week. The receivers haven't played well, really, all season. The receivers haven't had good weeks since what the first couple weeks of the season. It's really only been Marquez Callaway. Yeah, Callaway and Johnson had a good week, but I feel like they can put up over thirty on Kentucky. Simply because, I mean, we've seen what kind of problems, misdirection that uh, Mississippi State runs gave Kentucky's defense, and the balls can offer those same kind of problems. And, yes, they won't have John Kelly, but I feel like what Ty Chandler brings is burst and explosion. He's mm-hmm. very fast. We've seen it on the kickoff. We've seen it on certain rushes this season where he just explodes through a hole, and, and he, I mean, he's close to breaking them. And he's a really good young running back. I think he'll play well. I think Garantano will lead this offense. He's very confident. I think they'll score over 30 points, and they'll win the game. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm sort of on the other side of that. <laughs> I mean, I think that Kentucky's going to win. I predicted in our pick I said 21-17. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. My prediction is going to be I think Kentucky's going to score mm-hmm. with 30 seconds left.
1: Oh I think goodness. Tennessee's going to so lead for a more while. Heartbreak. Yeah, I think. I mean, I
0: think that T- Kentucky's going to drive the ball down the field and score. And um, you know, I'm not obviously this Tennessee defense has improved. Yeah. That's nothing against Tennessee's defense. I think they will play well for most of the game. I think this Tennessee squad just hasn't shown me, you, or anybody right. that it can beat an SEC team this year. And until they do, I don't know that I'm going to be convinced. But, but that'll wrap it up for us today, guys. Uh, make sure to follow The Beacon on Twitter, at Sports. Follow me and DeMichael. Uh, also, check our Facebook page and just keep updated with the website. We'll have full coverage um, at Kentucky. We're actually making the trip to the game, so we'll have full coverage there. Um, but thanks for watching, guys. This is the official sports podcast of The Daily Beacon. Check aboard chat. Um, we'll be back next week with some more Tennessee news and updates. So thanks, and check back with us next time.